Blog Talk Radio. Give us a little quick one. 
you know, I, it was against my better judgment, but I still went out with this dude on a date, and he was a little short, fat one, a little short, fat Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I knew when I got into his car and he, I had to take my feet and push the trash over that I shouldn't have went nowhere with him. That was my first kiss. But I still went because I said, okay, well, judging by his car, maybe today a bad day. And we get to the restaurant and we sit down and they bring the bread to the table. This man on the other side, you'd have thought they started playing a version of um, any well-known song because he started dancing in his head as he started to butter the bread and grab a piece of bread. So he was dancing as he was fixing up the bread. Then he was, as he was eating it, he was still dancing, talking about the bread was so good. And the whole meal, he danced at the table. Instead of sitting there eating like a human being, and that was the first and the last time I went out with him. So I think that sometimes we all have these little adventures where we've done things and we went out with people that we know darn well. We just should not have gone out. It was it was fine, but we went anyway, and that was mine. What about you, Lawrence Jackson? <laughs> I mean, I guess I had a similar story, um, but I don't know if it was that bad. I mean, I, I guess in terms of type, well, like you said, I mean, if he knew he was going out on a date with you, he definitely should have had his car cleaned. I mean, that's like number Absolutely. one, knowing that he's going to pick you right. up. Like, even if you weren't right. running late, it was a bad day. You still take care of that. <laughs> I mean, I, I think my story was a little different. Like, I think that I went out with someone and we went to, you know, a, a, a pretty high-class uh, or expensive restaurant, we'll call it, um, to the degree why I wore suit. Um and, you know, thought that I was doing something. And, and obviously I could tell at this point upon the appetizers coming out um, that uh, this particular person I had gone out with on that evening um, had not been to an expensive restaurant before because they were, like, really loud and kind of, like you were talking about the guy dancing as he was buttering the bread, like she was slurping as she was uh, eating soup. And it was, it it was, it was embarrassing, yes, but it was even more embarrassing because people at the other table noticed, were watching and giggling, and it was so embarrassing. It was, and so I guess I say all of that to say. You know, I was having a conversation with somebody yesterday, and they were talking about being an equal opportunity dater or whatever. Like, they just look at the opportunity. And so I say all that to say you got to look at more than just the opportunity to go out with somebody. Like, you got to make sure, and and I know we've used this term before and, and played around with it, this equally yoked and at least be able to say, you know, know a little something. I guess some things will catch you by surprise, but under the same token, like knowing that this person has been out to a, a certain place or knowing that person has certain etiquette when they go to a restaurant or dating etiquette to know that you got to clean your car out first, like those things should just be automatic. But, and I guess I say that to say, do we take things for granted? You know, I, but you know what? I, but but I think Lawrence is a little bit more than that. I think that people don't think that it matters. So people okay. consider themselves as you know, you know, take me as I am type thing. But if they they plan to fail to realize that there is a thing called first impression, mm-hmm. and when you mess up your first impression, you screw up whatever else you intend to bring to the table at that point. Because if you think that, for example, a grown-up that slurps soup, because I would gave him a look. I gave him a look. It would have been, the look would have been like, "What the devil is wrong?" Yeah. So that I wouldn't right. even had to say it. And then for me to have to get in the car, and he don't think that he can move some of the trash, and I got to kick it over with my feet. Where the devil do you think my feet was going to go? Yeah. So you know, some people really believe. 
that what they're doing is okay, that you need to accept them as they are and be okay with whatever is going on because obviously if they do these type of behaviors, nobody has checked them on it. But just like you said, making a good first impression, like is that the impression that you want to leave with somebody, that your car is dirty or you haven't been to, you know, any type of restaurant where you have, this soup is good, oh, my gosh, this soup is so good. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> like it's like quiet music, like violence playing, and all of a sudden you hear this voice and say, oh, my God, this soup is so good. And I was like. Oh, okay. Like, uh-huh. and I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Like, you know, but they, yeah. They I'm just wondering. I just, come they on. If nobody else is doing it, like, like, we ain't at a sports bar. <laughs> but you know what? Some people think that it's okay. And that's where we have a problem. Because as grown-ups, is it ever okay to tell someone you out of order? But I, I think that if that's not what you're used to, I think you, hey, like, hey. And, and, you know, I mean, of course, you know, I'm in the restaurant business, and I have people who come to the restaurant and sometimes obnoxious, and I will gently, kindly say to them, don't forget where you are. And, and it's because but, you, but, I but, think but, that But, again, you, you, but, see, again, you're doing something that people that have been with them don't tell them, obviously. Because the average person is not going to a bar or such alone. Think about it. And I get that. Just like you said, so the first impression, huh? Yeah, some people in there, you know, they really believe that I'm doing okay, and if you don't like it, then that's your personal problem, but this is me. Like, I bet you that young lady that you went out with and you did that, right, did she ever say, why are we not going out or what was wrong? Did she ever ask that? She did. She said, why you don't take me to, because I think after that we may be gone to, like, we did, like, carry out. And went back to the house and ate, but we we never did any more uh, restaurants of that caliber. Uh, not, yeah, not she one, was a Burger King. Now she was a Burger King. Now next time it's Burger King for her, right? Absolutely. I mean, mm-hmm. it was takeout. So if we went somewhere like I didn't want to take a chance anymore. But see, but then and, that makes me think of another question: like, why would you even go out with her again? You wasting your time. Because, and, and this is, you know, and and, and I, I chalk it up to being kind-hearted. I, I chalk it up to being, let me, like you said, let me look past, you know, let me look past this first impression. Like, you, you feel like maybe they got off to a rough start. Maybe it was a rough day. Maybe they've never been to, you know, that type of place before. So it's like, you know, maybe they could be nervous. Like, like there's a whole lot of things that I, in that particular moment, took into consideration. But what I also wasn't going to do was take another chance on that. And so whether or not um, I thought that this person, you know, was just a little more out there than I was used to, I wasn't going to take a chance on doing that again. Maybe that was my mistake. It was. But I, I, but I felt like the person was somebody that I, that I, you know, that I had known, that I thought I knew, that I felt like, okay, maybe I need to get to know this person a little bit better just to kind of see, you know, the who they are. I guess that's where men are a little bit more tolerable than women because as a woman, I'm sure most women, if they go out with a jerk one time, you're not getting a second chance to be a jerk. But here's, and I know we're going we're gonna to stay on this and I'm, I'm trying to get off of it, but but some people are jerks and that's, and that's men and women. Like, you know, again, I work at a restaurant and I'll go to a table and the guy be like, let me get a, um, let me get this and let me get that. Like, no, like, and I'm like, well, Ma'am, are you ready? But that's like, rude. So if, you, if a woman accepts that, what the devil is wrong with her? What the devil is wrong with you that you're out with a man 
and he begins to order, and you all of a sudden sit there and just look and stupid like, and he just ordered. Now, come on now. Is, that, is he really on a date or he taking himself out? <laughs> you, you can't expect me to answer that because I, I don't know. This is know. my thing. Stop, stop with the junk and garbage. Some things are junk, junk and garbage, ladies, and you should not be accepting it. If you take your tail out with a man and it is, and you are on a dinner date, dinner, not Burger King, not uh, McDonald's, but a real restaurant, and you sit down, he should not be ordering one before you, and he should not be ordering, and you're not ready. At some point, you got to stop accepting what you're given and take charge. And I get that, but I guess the next level to that whole part of the of the conversation is this: like, if they've never seen anything different, then how? Why would they? That's why would why a guy we, think that's, that that's why acceptable? That's awareness. That's Absolutely. why we bring an awareness right now. Because guess what? If you are accepting that, then you are wrong. You're wrong for accepting it. You are worth more than that. So let me ask this question. Do you think that, you know, I guess seeing that type of behavior, um, as you just talked about the, the, the guy ordering before the lady or going out with somebody um, with their, their car dirty or them dancing at the table or somebody making loud gestures or all of that, does that mean or could that mean that you are about to enter into a bad relationship? Make their statement one more time. So with, with the examples that we gave already, would you say that that person is about to enter into a bad relationship? And so I guess with, with tonight's topic is, is being able to evaluate, and I said evaluate a bad relationship, but maybe we talk about evaluating bad relationship qualities. But it, it's still all-inclusive because it, this old saying is start out how you can hold out. Mm-hmm. So if the first time you take me out and that's the impression that you give me, then that's what you mean for me to see. And I have to take into account that this is probably the duration of what I should expect through the relationship. Right. And if that's not what I'm going to take, I need to speak up now and get up out of it or keep going and not expect that person to do anything more. And I think that's where the problem comes in because, you know, you always want to use that word potential, okay? And you cannot date potential. You are dating a person. And so when you go into a rela- on a date or anything else, you need to expect what happens that day is probably what's going to happen. Because I'm sure before that first date, you've had conversations. So if the conversations led you enough down the path that you would accept a date and they get you out on a date and that's what they show you, you better believe it. But, and, and, and I get your point. I definitely get your point. But I, I, I guess under the same token, what if you meet somebody, y'all are at this place, and y'all just doing a little small talk, right? And then and then you say, hey, let's, you know, let's keep in touch or whatever. As a matter of fact, you know, let me take you out to dinner on Friday. Let me let me give you my number, um, but let's let's plan on going out to dinner Friday so we can have some conversations so we can get to know each other a little bit better and all of those different things. So now you're you're at a disadvantage because you really don't know. You don't know how they're gonna be. You don't know how they gonna how the car is gonna look. Like you haven't really got a chance to 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 gather. Anything about them if it's Wednesday and they saying I'm gonna take you out on Friday. Okay, but you still have had conversations in those couple of days. I'm sorry, you still those... have had phone conversations. See, that's where people mess up today, and I'm, I'm a firm believer of that. You know, especially our generation, because we grew up in that period where you talked a lot. You spent a lot of time talking on the phone, and during that time, you were able to gauge who you were really talking to, which is why when you got together, it was even more magical 
because you really got to know who you were dealing with. Not now with this microwavable garbage that you deal with where we have a, um, we meet, we meet, we, we cross paths scenario. We cross paths in the grocery store. Oh, they, they kind of cute. He's kind of handsome. I'm gonna, let, me see if he, let me see what's going on. Let's follow him around the store a little bit. So, you know, you act like you're looking and you follow him around the store, find out he don't have no ring on or she, he noticed that she doesn't have a ring on. And one of the um, next hours, you sort of make some small talk. Oh, I'm trying to fix spaghetti. Oh, I'm trying to fix some chicken masala. What do I need? I, somebody told me I need blah, blah, blah. You know anything about cooking? Trying to gauge the person, right? So if you try to gauge the person and you have some small talk, you would expect that you exchange numbers, right? And you would expect that a couple of conversations take place in between that time. Not we're going to text two days, and because the texting going good, and I got something going on on Friday, maybe I'll take him or her with me to this event on Friday. But I have no idea what they are really like. Just crazy. Right. You don't you don't know anything about table manners. You don't know about mannerisms. You don't know that he's going to order before you because he's hungry. Like, you don't. And, and and I get conversations, and you may have had some talk, but that talk is going to be small talk. It's just going to be kind of getting to know. Tell me a little bit about yourself. You ain't going to say, I like to slurp soup, and I like to keep my car dirty. You're not going to find that out, even in those small talk type of situations. You, you're only going to know it through interaction. And through right. those interactions, now you have to make a determination of, just like you said, whether or not you want to move forward and pursue it a little bit further or whether or not you like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe that this person has no decorum. Right. And the thing about it is we always enter these type of things by saying exactly what we started out with, which is, oh, no, this might have been a, just a bad day for this person, or we allowed them to give an excuse. Like, if I got in his car and I did kick the thing, so he said, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't get a chance to clean my car out. Then as women, we might say, oh, okay, we'll take that. Then the next time we're saying, oh, I didn't get a chance to clean my car out. So it becomes repetitive, but we accepted it the first time. So you shouldn't expect anything different, but we did. Not even thinking about the fact that, this person really don't care enough about you to clean out the car when they when you're getting in. Because as far as they're concerned, just get on in. Right. There's nothing wrong with this. Yeah, I'm always I'm I'm you know I'm curious that you know if you ride with somebody, you get in somebody's car and their car is a mess. Like I I think you know it, it says something about them. And whether or not you can't take a few moments to leave early and and run by a gas station and throw the trash and you know grab a plastic bag as you're coming out and get the trash up in your car. Like, I think it speaks to who you are as a person. And to me, no offense to anyone, but that's no order. Right. But, you, don't you value know, me again, as a person people trying to get don't, to know me. But people don't even take that into consideration. All right, so let's take a quick commercial. We're going to come back with part two of this because I, I, I want to get into some of the things that um, that I've heard, you know, over the past couple of days. That's the reason why, um, you know, I selected this particular topic. So attention Baltimore and surrounding area residents. If you're looking for uh, a new career opportunity to work for a company with weekly pay and fast advancements, Next Level Marketing is looking for field agents who are outspoken, who are self-driven, but they have a team member mindset. You're going to be speaking to their clients about saving hundreds of dollars a month on their smart energy choices. Listen, folks, if this is you, contact the employment hotline. The number is 443-703-6081 or go to mwhyllc.com and visit the Now Hiring page. Again, that number is 443-703-6081 and tell them that you heard about this opportunity on a different identity radio. Folks, we're going to go to a quick commercial break. We're going to come back and we're going to dive into this a little bit, how to evaluate a bad relationship. We'll be right back after this. 
If you're the parent of a child with behavioral challenges that has been suspended, expelled, or just not able to make it in a traditional school setting, there is an alternative. Call the Metropolitan Day School today. Licensed and accredited grades K-12, through call 804-321-2595. Financial assistance and after-school programs are available. Let's turn this school year around right now at the Metropolitan Day School where Eagles soar. Call Ms. Thomas today, 804-321-2595. In a fast-paced world, getting your message heard everywhere can still be a challenge if you're not connecting to your target audience. Allow MWHY Radio to assist you in getting your message heard on social media, video, digital magazines, on apps, and on our broadcast network. MWHY Radio's broadcast listeners tune in online through 10 terrestrial stations on iHeartRadio and during live events. Visit our Fiverr page for special offers throughout the summer to assist you in jump-starting your advertising needs. That's www.fiverr.com forward slash M-W-H-Y radio. F-I-V-E-R-R dot com forward slash M-W-H-Y radio. Debonair Entertainment is your full service entertainment company. We feature bands, DJs, classical ensembles, and more. Whether you're planning your wedding company event, mitzvah, or birthday celebration, Debonair Entertainment has the perfect act for you. We also offer photo booth rentals to accent your events. Call us today at 804-690-7682 or contact us on the web at debonairentertainmentinc.com. Debonair Entertainment, your party starts here. Welcome back to A Different Identity, Up Close and Personal with Lawrence and Pam. Tonight we're talking about how to evaluate a bad relationship or the beginning of a bad relationship, whoever, however you want to uh, position it. And we kind of started off the show by, by talking about um, some 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 uh, dating people who weren't our type. And, and so, you know, is that the beginning of a bad relationship? So Pam, let me let me ask this question to kind of get us started. Um, do you think that people know that they're in a bad relationship, or do you think they kind of get it from somebody else? Like you have a friend or somebody or a close somebody close to you who doesn't seem to think that you're in a good relationship, or do you think that you just kind of know? Honestly, I think that most people that are in relationships that are not good know. And I say that because um, we put on a good face, but Mm -hmm. we know there are some things going wrong and we just don't want to accept it. We believe, we believe that it's going to get better. We believe that it's not going to be as bad as, as we think. We think that it's going to shift and change and things will be all right. When in all actuality, it doesn't shift. Okay. So, so I, was, I was reading this. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I'm good. I was going to say, I was reading this article, and, it's, and it talked about um, – the language that people use when they're in a bad relationship. And they, and they kind of had 15 things, and not all 15 of them that I agree with, but I did think it was some good ones, and I, and I kind of wanted to just put it out there to see um, what your thoughts were and what you thought, um, or, you know, even if somebody who's out there listening to the show tonight wants to, wants to comment on it. And so the first one um, was every couple fights. Yeah, like every couple fights, every couple has a disagreement, every couple has an argument. And so maybe I'll start that one off. And, and I agree. I think that every 
you know, when you're dealing with different personalities, there is going to come a time or a point where um, you're going to be, you're going to disagree about something. I don't think that every single thing you're going to agree upon. But um, does that mean that you are in a bad relationship? If you say, oh, girl, you know, your, your friend comes to you and say, oh, I don't like the way, like, are you sure? Girl, every couple fights. Like, does that mean that they're trying to defend the person or they just don't want to see that they could possibly be in a bad relationship? I think that's crazy, that that theory right there. So, okay. personally, I think that couples do fight. I think that that, mm-hmm. and I, I'm, I'm going to change the word fight. I'm going to say get frustrated with each other because I don't believe that people that love one another should fight. So I would say get frustrated with one another. And when you get frustrated with one another, I really think that um, to not let people from the outside analyze the situation. Because, for one, we talked about that before. If you let others, you know, say, girl, you're still fighting with him, and every time it's a fight, you're going to make up with him, and they still going to be mad. Right. So was it really something that serious that you needed to share share it out? So I think that you have to be mindful and careful of things like that. So I don't think you should evaluate a based a bad relation based on fight. I, bad is a um, is one of those words that I say is very versatile, and it's, you can mm-hmm. define it any way you like. So I, you know, I can't say that every couple of fights is considered bad because if it's every couple of frustrations, it may not be something to really be frustrated about. It might just be a misunderstanding or a miscommunication. So I think that, no, that's not a good analogy to decide if your relationship is quote, unquote, bad. Okay. So let me ask this follow-up question to say, do you think that, Sometimes people who are in a bad situation feel like they have to be personally responsible for their partner's happiness. I don't think that a person should be personally responsible for another person's happiness because in their own way, they should be happy already. They should add to their happiness. So Mm -hmm. it's a different level of happiness that another person adds, but the, I'm personally responsible. That puts a lot of responsibility on a person and and can break a relationship if it doesn't go the way you think it should go because yeah. happiness is another word that's, that's, you know, could be used any kind of way because, for instance, what my boo might do for me to make me happy may not work for another man for his woman. So, you know, happiness is one of those things where you should not take personal responsibility for. You should say something like, I do things to put smiles on, see them when I do, blah, 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 blah. But I'm not personally responsible for keeping them or make, or, or saying keeping happiness in their life, so to speak. Right. And, you know, the reason why I say that, and, you know, a lot of times I think when people have had a certain number um, of experiences and now, you know, you, you get into these conversations and you try to find out or gauge, or at least from a man's perspective, you try to gauge, like, what the person has been through. And so now you hear that this person cheated on me, that person cheated on me, this person did this, this person did that. And so you start to get these patterns with people, and now it's like, oh, I can, I can be better than them. You know what I'm saying? Let me let me go above and beyond. But that, um, I think, that way of thinking, in a sense, puts you in a position where you're trying to be personally responsible for that person's happiness. Yeah, you know, you got to be careful with that type of thing. Okay. So, so here's the next thing that that they say people in bad relationships say. They say relationships take work. Oh, absolutely. But does, I mean, making that statement doesn't mean that you're in a bad relationship or a bad situation. Oh, no. I would not say that at all. Okay. But, you know, you, I put it to anybody like this. 
Relationships are not something that's for the faint of heart because it's not about you. It's about the both of you now, and it's now a compromising situation. And if you're a selfish person, relationships are not going to work. You know, everybody wants to be in relationships, but not everybody wants to put in the work that it takes to maintain it. It's just like going mm-hmm. to a job. You know, there are rules and regulations that you must follow, and there is right. a probation period. <laughs> and during that probation period, you might not make it based on some things that you do. And if you make it beyond the probation and you start, you say, well, I'm going to put 15 years in on this job and stay here forever, you know, you don't go to your job every day and do the same thing. Right. right. So, you know, it's, people have to understand that it is work. It is work. And if you don't want to put work in, I advise you to stay single. Absolutely. And so here's the next thing. Um, you know, that, that, you know, I guess people who could possibly be in a relationship, a bad relationship, say, well, at least I'm in a relationship. <laughs> That's the most foolish thing I've ever heard. That's what a dummy said. So, you settle, you settle for that? I mean, for for any person to bring those words out your mouth, at least I'm in a relationship, but what are you getting out of it? Is is it a happy relationship, or you just trying to trying to show somebody up, or you just trying to say you have a man? It's a lot of people that say at least I'm in a relationship, and they got killed later because it was abusive. It's a lot of people that say at least I'm in a relationship, and they getting cheated on like I don't know what. I mean, is that what it's worth to you? That sounds foolish. You know, do I, I can't imagine men say that, right? That's a woman thing. No, that's that's definitely a woman. That's definitely a woman. Huh? That's definitely men a woman. Men don't say that, right? No, not at right, all. Right, because men don't, don't ever make that statement. And that's a speak volumes to the women. So that means if you're dumb enough to say that, and they don't ever usually say that, you're more of a dummy than we thought. Oh, my gosh. Pam, you are. My, 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 my. So I was reading some 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 quotes about relationships, and and one of the quotes that I read said there comes a time in every relationship when you realize that love just isn't enough. Is that, in your opinion, the sign of a bad relationship? If somebody's saying love is just not enough. It, it depends. You know, if you're in a situation where you're dealing with somebody who's not working, they are being lazy, they're not adding anything to the relationship, then yeah, that might be that might be appropriate to say love not enough. Because when you are working a person to death and they're getting nothing out of the situation, then it might not be enough. But in some situations, you know, suppose one of the parties is sick and they can't do what they used to do right. or they're not able due to something that happened and you know love can be enough to make that relationship survive through that period because maybe it's just a period and this is my own personal opinion I don't think that love is enough <clears throat> like you know of course you, you, you read in, in scriptural text that love conquers all you know in, in all of those different things which which I agree with to a degree, but you just love somebody just like you said, and and they're lazy, or you or they make you to feel like they're taking advantage of a situation or circumstances. There was a lady who came on the radio, and she told her boyfriend of five years or whatever, she was like, "I want you, but I don't need you," and begin to tell him why, and just basically saying like. Every time there's a crisis, every time that there's something wrong, I can't depend on you. But I want you around, but I'm just letting you know that you're not dependable and I don't need you. And and she was That's asking the question from a standpoint of should I stay? Was I wrong for what I said to him? Um. Yes and no. I think that when you care, you don't wear things to hurt people. Mm-hmm. And I think that was worded enough to hurt his feelings. 
I think that whatever she was trying to say, maybe she could have been a little bit more coy with it and not necessarily so harsh. But I just believe when you love somebody, you don't try to hurt their feelings. So she may say that, and she's angry at the moment, and that's how it came out. But I think that she needed to be more clear in how she worded that to him and not to hurt him. And and so that that leads to uh, the next thing that people say, you know, possibly when they're in bad relationships, is you got to pick your battles. What do you think about that? Oh, that's absolutely true. That's absolutely true. I don't think that that's a sign of a bad relationship. That's a sign of a wise person because everything is not worth you arguing over or fighting over or having a disagreement over. Sometimes you just got to throw the the rag in the the ring and say, you win. (laughs) Or just don't say nothing. You know, I I will say transparently, one thing about my boo, and I'm going to keep saying that, that's how I'm going to refer to him. Yeah. He knows when (laughs) to just say nothing. He got that down to a science, and it's about choosing your battles. So he know if I say something crazy like, mm, I look so fat in this dress, he won't say nothing. Mm-hmm. He won't feed into my foolishness, or he'll say, stop saying that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it, it, it could easily be an argument because I can be like, I do look fat, and it could go back and forth. But it's about picking Again picking your battles And sometimes some of the battles Are not even worth you Going back and forth over Because it's so mundane Right So what about the person who said Been there done that I ain't dealing with that no more I'm going to tell you exactly how I feel I'm going to tell you exactly what I'm thinking Because I want you to know And I think it's important for you to know And so now this person is not holding back any punches They they are just basically letting it fly And I think that's what that lady did Um, And the unfortunate part was You know like even the people that she was talking to asking the question for on the radio, they were like, hey, maybe that was too harsh. But she was looking at it from a degree of you need to step your game up. But see how, again, it's right back to what I said before, sign of a bad relationship. And why? Because all of that laughing at the mouth, you got to learn to shut up. Why the devil? And you know, for me, that's a big deal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, say that. You know? So you have to know when you need to shut up. And if you're going off about, I'm not having this and I'm not having that, that's not a sign of a person that's mature enough to be in a relationship yet. Because you have to know when to hold them and when to fold them. And that goes for your mouth as well. So that means that when... He is when you are, you don't make nasty, abrupt wording like that. You are quiet and just let it go. You don't, that's the sign, that, that's the first one I heard. That's the sign of a bad relationship. Got you. Got you. Well, hey, folks, again, if you have a question or a comment you want to join tonight's conversation, why don't you give us a call, 646-652-2512. Just press the number one and let our engineer know that you want to join tonight's conversation. In the meantime, one of tonight's sponsors is Audible.com. They are a leading provider of spoken audio entertainment and information, and you can listen to audio books whenever and wherever you want. You can also get a free book when you sign up for a 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com. Just make sure you use the backslash of M-W-H-Y-L-L-C. Again, that email, I'm sorry, that uh, address is www.audibletrial.com. Just make sure you use the backslash of M-W-H-Y-L-L-C. Folks, we're going to go to another quick commercial break, and we will be right back after this. If you were designing the perfect dating site, what would you include? A private voice or video chat room? A private photo gallery and profile area? How about matches based on similar interests? And to keep it special, you could add profile blocking, no third-party intervention, spam protection, and even monthly drawings for great prizes. And more! That's exactly what you'll find at milesapart.dating. Visit milesapart.dating today and get a free one-year membership while they last. That's milesapart.dating. 
Hi, this is Kristen with Invitation to Party. We specialize in custom invitations for all of your special life events. From birthdays to graduations, and of course, wedding stationery, we can create exactly what you need to get your guests excited about your occasion. Please visit our studio in Sycamore Square in the village of Midlothian, or shop online with us 24-7 at www.shopinvitationtoparty.com or call us at 804-897-1903. Thanks again. This is Kristen at Invitation to Party. Brought to you by on the May We Help You Radio Network. Only on the May We Help You Radio Network. Only on the May We Help You Radio Network. Only on the May We Help You Radio Network. Only on the May We Help You Radio Network. Only on May We Help You Radio Network. So on the May We Help You Radio Network. MWHY Radio Network. May We Help You Radio. On the May We Help You Radio Network. Only on the May We Help You Radio Broadcast Network, the network that helps you. Folks, welcome back to a different identity up close and personal with Lawrence and Pam. So, folks, we're, we're talking about tonight how to evaluate a bad relationship, and we've we've talked about a bunch of, about our different experiences. Um, again, if you have a question or comment you want to join tonight's conversation, give us a shout six four six six five two two five one two. Just press the number one and let our engineer know that you're on the line and you want to join tonight's conversation. So, Pam, I, I found another meme and and this one uh, it said bad relationships are like a bad investment. No matter how much you put into it, you'll never get anything out of it. What do you think about that? Oh, that one is um, juicy. Um, uh, you know, it still it all depends. You know, if it depends on the situation, mm-hmm. I think you ought to, you have to be very mindful of when, what your what you decide to add to or put your energy into. Because when you decide to put your energy into a relationship, you are really doing the extra. And when you are doing the extra to to be with someone and they are not giving you what you um, expect, then, you know, you got to, again, it goes back to you got to know when to get out and when to, when to stay in because that can be very detrimental. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's so funny because I saw this other one that says, you know, what you put up with is what you end up with. And so even, yeah, even, even in those situations, like let's, you know, and and I know that some people just say cheating or somebody beating on me um, or, you know, abusing me, whether it's verbal or physical, let me say it like that, are signs that you're in a bad relationship. But are there any other things that you would that you've seen or you know heard about that you would say that that particular person is in a bad relationship um i don't think that really people should judge people's relationships mm-hmm. because we're not actually in it every day only the people mm-hmm. that are in it know exactly what they're going what through is. and what they're dealing with and they know what it really is um so I think that you just got to be careful. You just got to be careful. You know, whatever is bad to you, don't discount it. Don't say it in your head, it's not really what I think it is. If you think it's bad, if in your mind you think it's bad, it probably is. <laughs> it probably is because a lot of times we second guess ourselves and think that we're being crazy or whatever. But sometimes when you think something is wrong, it probably is. 
Mm-hmm. And so, so what if you're talking to somebody and, you know, you're just asking them, you're inquiring about their relationship, and, and, they, and they use a term like, well, things could be worse. Like, is that protecting the relationship? Is that esteem? It is. Okay. Okay. It is. That's a protection mechanism. Because why would you make that statement, it could be worse? Either it's good or it's bad, boo. It ain't, it's not no, it could be worse type thing. Because if you get into the, it could be worse, you could be, what's worse? What does that mean? You in a situation um, that you, that should be making you happy. And in your mind, your response is crazy. Gotcha. That's crazy. So, so what about this one? What if what if somebody said this, like my current boyfriend or my current girlfriend? Do, do you think they're in it like they're supposed to be, or do you think that they're just uh, a fill-in? Let's let's call it that. Say that one more time. So uh, if a person keep saying like my current boyfriend or my my current girlfriend like do you think that they're in the relationship or do you think they're kind of like I don't really know they don't really know am I missing you okay they don't really know got you thank you so much I appreciate that they don't really know What, what about if somebody's saying stuff like he or she is not the boss of me Make a relationship look bad. To me, it's that's just too much. Why are you saying that? That's not see language like that is not language of somebody that's in a relationship, a loving relationship. I think that people got to be careful with language. And anytime you make a statement like that, he or she not the boss of me. They're not supposed to be. Right. So why would you say that? What do you What do you think when it comes? You know, men. That's a statement that you hear mostly men say. So what do you think about that? Well, and and you know, I'll, I'll be candid, and, and you know, let the chips fall where they may, because I think that after a person um, has been through certain types of situations, like they begin to become more aggressive. And so the aggressiveness is to let you know that, you know, I don't want you to play any games, but under the same token, I'm not him. And so when you start telling me stuff like, you know, you know, you need to do this or you need to do that, or you like all of those types of things, you need to spend more time with me. You need to text me and let me know where you're going to be, you know, once you get there, what time you're coming back and all of that kind of stuff. Like for an adult, or for someone in our age range that that thirty five and over crew, like that's not gonna fly well. And 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 I say that because I feel like and I hope that people have reached a certain level of maturity and they've reached a certain level of responsibility where I know what I'm doing and I don't need somebody to dictate that to me. Be responsible, be fair, but don't don't dictate like I have to do it this way, because that's a turnoff to people. They need to guide, and I'm saying this lightly, guide mm-hmm. the steps of another individual. If you're in a relationship, that means you're trusting the other individual. So why do you need to know all of their whereabouts, where they're going, what they're doing? You know, out of out of respect, when you're in a relationship, there are certain the level of communication is such that you will probably say, hey, babe, I'm on my way to you, blah, 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 blah. I'll call you when I get right, back. Right, but right. I shouldn't have to say, you know, pictures of verification. I shouldn't have to <laughs> to um, call you when I get there. I shouldn't have to check in at Facebook since you know I'm really there. I shouldn't have to take right. pictures to forward to you to let you know I'm actually in this spot. You know, there are certain things that, you should not do. There's a trust factor. If I say I'm going out with my girls tonight and we're going blah, 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 decency tells you to come home at a certain hour. Right. That does right, not mean right. I got to keep checking in every so, hour, so so many hours. And You know, some things are out of respect. So I think that that's where people mess up. So if you're not ready to do those type of things and you think that you got a 16-year-old that you're dating, that you need to che- they need to check in, right. them. 
to, to check in with you, tell you all their whereabouts, who's in the car with them, who they talking to, who they went with, because I need to meet their parents. You know, you go through all of that with your child, not with a grown-up. Mm-hmm. Your mate and, and is your mate, the... not your child. Absolutely. And so what about the the people who say, I got to meet your family, I, I got to do all of these particular things just to let me know that you're in this relationship? Like, I think that that's an aggressive move. Um, but but people have that type of personality. They have that type of nature where they want everything. And, and, and I mean, you said it, you said it earlier, like not feeding into foolishness, but how do you prevent it? Let me tell you something. The first sign of fools is you should be out, period. Don't take that BS. Why are you taking it? You know, I, I guess when you, when you, this is my take and my spin now. When you finally find the right thing and you start experiencing the right way, mm-hmm. you realize for a long time you did it the wrong way. And right. when you do that, you realize that you did some crazy stuff and you accepted some crazy stuff that you should have never accepted in the first place. You mm-hmm. don't, you're, you're not a child anymore. I keep, I don't know how many times I could say that to grown up. If you over age 21, if, really, if, I'm just going to say at our age, mm-hmm. you don't have to tell your mom where you're going. You don't have to sneak around. And right. you don't have to check in. You're a grown-up right. now. You're past those stages. So don't date somebody that makes you feel like you're still living at home with your mother and you're going through sneaking on the phone, sneaking out to go somewhere, right. know you ever know all your whereabouts. You're not dating. You're not 16. You're a grown-up. And if you're in a relationship and you feel like you need to do all those things, that's a, those are signs of a bad relationship. Gotcha. I mean, you definitely made some really, really good points tonight, and I want to re- re- reiterate a couple of them. Like you talked about being able to analyze your own situation and don't wait for somebody to come to you and tell you what they think, but, you know, definitely take um, a, a real hard look, a real hard and fair look at your relationship. Um, second thing I think that you said was that it's not about you, and I think that that was, out of all of the things that we discussed tonight, that was the most important thing. If you want a relationship, you have to recognize and you have to realize that it's just not about you. The third thing was what are you going to get out of it, and basically how are you adding value to this other person, and, and, and vice versa. Like I think that all of those things, are definitely important. You talked about picking your battles. You talked about not feeding into foolishness. And everything, especially when you're in a relationship, has to be done decently. Clean your car, mannerisms, all of those different things. Listen, folks, we're out of time, but never, ever out of things to talk about. I want to thank each and every one of you who join us every Thursday night from 8 to 9 on a different identity. And with that being said, Pamela, why don't you take us home? Well, you know better, you do better. Good night, everyone. Do better, boo. You did good tonight. I appreciate you. Yeah.